minus 10, 9. You're listening to the Launchpad Podcast with j Brought to you by Galant Media. Here's your host, Ignition j that sound good? Works for me, man. All right. So I'm with Sean Hebert, and he is <laughs> super cool. <laughs> and he runs Just Learn Crypto, and he has been teaching crypto to many people here in the Ottawa market before he moved out west. Uh, did quite well with it. Ran a couple of events. I believe Shitoshi's Ball, was that one of them? Yeah, that, that was Collab a good space. one. Uh, that yep. was a good one. And I met you a couple of years ago. Uh, you were over at my house to watch a presentation about something I was doing. Yeah. And this was when there was definitely a lot of buzz going on about cryptocurrency. And instead of being the person out there digging for it, you were the person handing out the shovels and really educating people on what crypto was all about. So that's why I decided to have you here on the Launchpad podcast. Thank you for making the time. Thanks for having me on, man. Of course, brother. So let's I like just... your shirt too. Is that a crypto shirt? No, that is the Launchpad podcast shirt right there. That looks. It just reminds me of crypto because <laughs> they're always saying, you know, it's going to the moon. There's always a rocket. That's right. Well, actually, let's start with that. Give me some of these terms because I'm sure there's people online that see the term like mooning. What does that mean with cryptocurrency? Just means seeing a huge gains like Bitcoin going up hundreds or thousands of percent. Okay, so when I'm really going up. so when I'm making a lot of money and there's a huge spike, that means I'm mooning. Yeah, the, that you know those big green candles you see all the time on Bitcoin charts and other cryptos. Okay, no, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I'm clueless when it comes to crypto. What's another term for crypto? So one's mooning. What's another one? Uh, another common term, I guess, hodl. People say that a lot. Yes, H O D L. <clears throat> H O D L. So hodl just means don't sell your fucking Bitcoin. Okay, don't sell your I mean, Bitcoin. Hold on, like just hold on to it, right? So okay, because uh, people big, obviously but... will be compelled to to sell sometimes, and you're yeah. like, listen, this is going way, way up high, so it don't depends. give it. I mean, dude, I mean, everyone has, everyone's in a different situation in life financially. Everyone has different goals when they look to invest into something, and I think like that's something that I've gotten better at uh, helping people figure out over the years because I've been consulting people for years on the basics, how to, you know, set up a Bitcoin wallet, how to buy Bitcoin, how to store it safely, how to avoid getting hacked. And like all of that takes a lot of time to explain to someone. So that's kind of where Discern Crypto started was we wanted to make a website where we just taught all the basics so that nice. if someone said, hey, I want to buy Bitcoin, I could just be like, go to the website, learn first, and then right. let me know when you're ready. And so give me one more, one more term so I can like fit in with crypto people, even though I don't know shit. Uh, what's another, what's one that would make you fit in with crypto people? But I keep on I mean, seeing shitcoin. What's this? So, I mean, a shitcoin is really, by definition, anything other than Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay. Now, also, uh, let's so it's talk. Like, it's, it's not necessarily a negative term, right? Because right. I, like, I have tons of shitcoins. Right. But I have them because I believe in their either short or medium term potential of, of return of investment. Okay. Now, compared to Bitcoin, almost everything is shit. I got you. Now, let's get into Just Learn Crypto. I know that you have kind of really got serious about your YouTube page and you have a few hundred subscribers and that happened like out of nowhere. That's happened pretty quickly. 
Uh, mm. I know that you also have a, a Facebook page and you have a few thousand people uh, that are following along right now. Like why are why are people so curious, and what generally are they trying to learn? I think most. I mean, I'm talking in generalizations, obviously, but I think majority of people that want to get into crypto um, are looking to make money at, at first. I mean, that's obviously the first thing that really pulls people in is they're seeing you know twelve year old millionaires and people yeah. that put in a hundred dollars and turn it into a million, and so obviously that's going to pull a lot of people in. Um, but I think once people realize why Bitcoin is so important and why Bitcoin is so like such a unique asset and, and just what it means and, and, and really like getting into Bitcoin for me anyway, and a lot of people agree with this is like, I didn't know anything about the money I was using before I got into Bitcoin. I didn't really know anything about money. Um, and just, yeah, it's, it's just, it's one of those things that it's a rabbit hole and the thoughts of making millions and mooning and getting a Lambo uh, draw you in. And then at least for me, um, you know, seeing the technology and seeing the community too, the community of like-minded people um, that are just very community driven. It's, it's such a community driven space right. that, um, yeah, it's just it's such a great space to work in for sure. So you were saying how fiat currency, the money that we're used to throughout history at one point has always failed. And that's what kind of drove you towards crypto. Mm -hmm. And then in regards to the community that you spoke of, one thing that I have most definitely seen, which is usually really different when it comes to other investments and things of that nature, is that usually people keep that type of information to themselves, where it seems like the crypto community is really all about sharing information, getting better, learning, figuring out yeah, how to so, manipulate it. I mean, the whole thing, the whole, I mean, not the whole, but one of the big problems with the, the banking system and with governments is how much stuff happens behind closed doors, how much we have to trust them. We have to trust that they're being honest when time and time again, they've proven they haven't been. We have to trust that this Canadian dollar or American dollar or whatever fiat currency that, that your country issues to you as a citizen we have to trust that it's going to work when historically thousands of times over and over, every fucking fiat has gone to zero because people are fucking greedy and people are corrupt and people are manipulatable or manipulable. So it's, it's crypto solves so much of that by being open source. Anyone can get the code, the, the, the secret sauce and make their own Bitcoin. Anyone can, can, there's so many of these platforms that they just white label everything so that, hey, we made this dope app, you can have it and put your own logo on it if you want. Um, you know, and that's the community. And I think that community got so big and strong because of how fucked up it is that we have to live under these corrupt banks and governments. And right. we don't have a choice in it. Like, it's this illusion of freedom that governments give us. And they're just like, here's this worthless piece of fucking paper, and we're going to print millions and millions of it every year, trillions right. of it. Right. And then you have to take that shitty paper that you earn and then pay us back some of, in that paper tax. Like, it's just a right. broken fucking archaic system, and Bitcoin is just free of all of that fucking drama. Right. <laughs> now... I know that it's an asset, right? We were talking about precious metals before we started That's what recording. Country, but yeah. Okay. And you know what? I'm just, I'm really curious in regards to why now 
does there seem to be such a big buzz about making sure that you're diversified in Bitcoin? Like people have been saying for years, for decades, that, you know, our dollar is going to go to shit. Everything is going to go to zero. And you want to make sure that you're diversified. How is today any different than any other period of time on this planet? I think a lot's different right now, man. I mean, I mean, I think a lot. there's going to be a very clear indicator of pre-COVID crypto people and post-COVID, COVID, that's a tongue twister, <laughs> crypto people. Um, right. Because honestly, man, it, like this has changed. This has not only, COVID has not only changed the economy so much in every country globally, it has pointed out some pretty big fucking problems with our systems. Um, it has choked out the income of so many middle-class people, small business owners, people that work in the arts, performing arts. People, there so many industries have been obliterated because of this fucking COVID thing. And it's forcing people to be like, how else can I support my family? Is there another way? And through desperation usually comes the most creative inventions that humanity's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what's great about this crypto and blockchain thing is that it was already invented, but this technology always had a use case, but now it's just growing. So the supply for digital income, the supply for being able to work from home, the supply for, you know, Canada, whatever, say what you will, US, whatever, but a lot of countries their governments are deflating their currencies to the point where you need stacks of cash. I mean, if you've seen, you know, Venezuela, you you literally need stacks of cash to go buy a loaf of bread. Um, So it's, I find it ridiculous. And, you know, I find Canadians and Americans are so in this bubble, like they they live with this false sense of security. And it's like, it's like, if you have a really good lock on your door, but to prevent someone from breaking into your house and you, and then maybe you have a gun too, it's like you never want to use the gun. Hopefully you never have to touch that gun in your life, but it's because you don't fully trust the door, right? right. Now, it's I'm not saying fucking burn the banks down and whatever. I'm saying crypto is that is the gun. It's the plan B. So right. would you not sleep better knowing you had that plan B in your nightstand yeah. beside your bed? Absolutely. That's a great point. And you've you've gravitated towards uh, some pretty heavy hitters in crypto. And yeah. I would say the same, right? You've, you've met there in the middle and there's a lot of mutual respect. Uh, what would be some of the greatest advice that you've gotten from the great minds that you've had an opportunity to sit down with on your podcast? Hmm. I think it's more, I, you know, I think it's more the stuff I learned behind the scenes of the podcast when I'm scheduling with these guests or, or you know, doing business deals with them that's where I really get the opportunity to learn the most from those brains because on the podcast, it's very much tailored. So like if I was a noob, what would I want to know from this person? So it's very, you know, it's more scripted. Hey, you know, where, right. when did you get into crypto and Oh, why, what, why do you like blockchain? Oh, what makes your company different? So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like not that it's super, yeah, it's not that it's superficial <laughs> or anything. It's just, we make that content with our viewers in mind. Right. But I think like some of the best advice I've gotten um, would just be being authentic. I think that it's something that so many businesses struggle to be able to do. And there's so many authentic people in crypto that have built multi-million dollar brands and companies around 
just them being authentic, being yourself. And I mean, I, I think that's the dream. I think that if you can be yourself and do something fun and help people and like work in an industry that you believe in and not work yourself to the bone and be able to have time to enjoy life and smell the roses. And I like, that's that, that was what drove me the last few years like, was trying to get my life to that point where I'm working full-time in crypto. I'm helping people. I'm working a couple hours a day. I'm working remotely. If I want, I can take my laptop and my webcam and my microphone to the beaches of Mexico and, and work there for a week. So I've really just been trying to design my life like that. And the great thing is, is that pretty much everything I'm doing to get my life to that point with crypto, with my investments is, is the exact advice I would give someone getting into crypto today. So it's, it, it comes from a place of, I would never give advice if I wasn't going to take it myself. And it also comes from, I'm not an investor. I'm not a trader. I'm not a, a I don't have a background in finance. Um, I just, Literally, I think I, what I do is I, I know so many people and so many big brains in the crypto space that I can take all of that and like kind of put it into one, you know, take average out everything and be like, cool, this is what the traders do. This is what multi-million dollar investors do. Right. So I'm curious, outside of Bitcoin, yeah. uh, like tell me some other shit coins. See what I did there? I'm fitting uh, in right now. Tell yeah, me about yeah. some other shit coins. That that might that might moon. Yeah. Right? That you think <laughs> you're a crypto moon boy now. <laughs> <laughs> might moon. So my I'm I'm really all in yeah. on wax. You've okay. probably seen me posting about it and you've probably heard the term NFTs. Oh, we're going right into NFTs right now. Uh, I mean, we'll dip our toes in the pool. Um, okay. So, but Wax, I'm really all in on that on that coin. Um, Wax is a, its own cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. and it is a purpose-built blockchain for the NFT economy. So the reason NFTs can't work on Bitcoin is because uh, Bitcoin's too slow. You can't get enough transactions per second out of Bitcoin. Um, and, which is why Bitcoin is like a gold store of value, not a currency. Um, but Wax is built to do a ridiculous amount of transactions per second. And then the other issue with Bitcoin is there's fees every time you send Bitcoin. Wax has almost no fees. So okay. imagine like, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, because you're making me drink out of a fire hose right here. Let me slow you down. <laughs> oh. So NFTs right now basically could be let's say uh michael jordan decides to take uh a picture of his oh, can we smoke in here yeah sure smoke it up uh Don't just panic. try Good to help me here. with this <laughs> that like michael jordan could have like an item and take a picture of it make so many nfts about it sell it it's basically based on a perceived value and then it becomes your own like he now relinquishes uh, you're close fill that in for me yeah you're close so the simple way that anything can be an nft it can be a picture it can be something connecting to something physical it can be completely digital it can have no physical side of it as well <coughs> you already most people already technically have non-fungible tokens in their life they're using them in their life in some way sorry what no <coughs> So NFT stands for non-fungible token. Okay. And what that means, fungible just means uh, it has a different attribute. So two things can look the same, but one little detail makes one worth a lot more. So for example, if you think of like stamps, 
if you have, you know, a misprint stamp that makes that, that the fact that it's misprinted makes it non-fungible. So it looks almost like identical to another one, but there's one little right. thing that makes it ridiculously more valuable. So a good analogy would be, it's kind of like, let's say baseball cards or hockey cards. This is just in the digital realm. Yeah, exactly. That's how I look at okay. NFTs are like digital collectibles. Okay. And anything, anything can be collectible. Like people collect CDs. And so right. NFTs could really like, there's, there's going to be platforms coming out soon that are going to be like the iTunes of NFTs where musicians can, without a record label, turn their, their song their, or their album into an NFT, put it on this public marketplace and oh, people right. can just buy these musicians NFTs and have them in a secure crypto wallet, just like you would have Bitcoin in a secure crypto wallet, right. but you own that song. And like, that's one of the beauties of NFTs is like, for example, I'm not a big gamer, but during the last lockdown, I bought a PlayStation 4, played it for a couple of days. It's getting pretty dusty now. But anyway, I bought these games on the network, the PlayStation network. So, you know, I grew up buying the disc or buying the cartridge. And right. I, I, I was like, okay, I can just download, you know, pay 60 bucks. And I had the game downloaded right to the PlayStation. Well, I beat the game in three days and I wanted to sell it. Like I would go sell the disc to EV games back in the day. Sure. And you can't do that on, on the PlayStation network. There's no marketplace for that, right? Because okay. it's centralized to their network. So do you really own something you can't sell? I don't think so. But what NFTs would allow me to do would be to be able to sell that game after or sell that CD or that song or that piece of art or that playing card collection. So NFTs are, are the technology behind it is ridiculous. Um, but just to keep like what it can do, it's like the only limits are your imagination. Like, yeah, it's NFT right. crazy, man. Well, I was watching another podcast and they were dealing with the online realm like virtually. So people being in virtual worlds yeah. and doing this NFT stuff and people collecting art. So they had yeah. like Van Gogh's on the wall and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So, so look at it like this. Do you play any video games? I do. Do you, which, which, do you like shooter games? Like yeah, first-person shooters. You ever, buy, you, ever, you ever spend your Canadian dollars on anything in that game? Yep, sure. So I'm assuming you were buying skins or unlocking other levels or, or something, right? Right. So just for the, for the listener, yeah, I would, I would purchase something. I would pay the developer, and then all of a sudden I have some new maps or I have some new gear or I have some new, new guns. guns. Right. Yeah. Killing people. Brrr, new so finishers. You to, so you want to customize your avatar to right. give yourself a, more, a, big, a better advantage or to make yourself unique in a virtual world and give yourself, like, you know, some identity online, right? Right. Now – Imagine now. Now answer this for the viewers: Can you sell any of that? I can sell none of it. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> That's a horrible so, investment. <laughs> so completely the other way around with NFTs. So there's blockchain games being developed right now that are built on top of you know these NFT blockchains, where that are, run the same graphics as Call of Duty, like built by Unreal Games, which they produce some of the highest graphic games. Um, but what's different is like. So this one, it's called Hoddle God. I'll give them a good shout out because they're really blazing kind of first in the space. So Hoddle God is this huge open multiplayer game where it's just kill them all, right? Last one standing kind of thing. And uh, amazing graphics, like the same quality you would get on a PS5. Um, you start off, anyone can join the game and you have a basic avatar with like a wooden shield and like a shitty sword. And you can go on a, a third-party marketplace and buy 
NFTs that are a better sword, a better armor, a bow and arrow, magic spells, blah, 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 all this shit to give your character an advantage. And I did. I have a pretty dope player on that game. And I think I spent maybe about 100 bucks on the NFTs to give make my player cool. And then the value of those NFTs, because those are rare, there was only so many of them made, the providence of them is proven on the blockchain, like we discussed earlier, which is right. a public ledger that tracks everything that happens. Nothing, you can't sneak anything past the blockchain. Yeah. And so the value of those NFTs is like three grand now. What? So you still like, have that character, but if you wanted to, you could sell that character for at least $3,000. Not even sell the character. I could individually piece out my helmet, my, my armor, my shield, my sword. And... So I, I so and then another thing that'll blow your mind even more is <laughs> so I kind of haven't been playing the game much lately. So there's another third party um, website built off of this Wax blockchain that allows you to stake your NFT assets and earn cryptocurrency like interest. Like having you mean like lending it, lending uh, them lending. out? Yeah. What? So it's so, like a ruckify. So right online. now, so I think <laughs> me, I think the value of that sword and armor and shield are going to keep going up. So instead of selling it for a, a good profit right now, I have it in a savings account that's earning me. I've got a lot of NFTs, not just those ones. I've got a lot of probably, I've got a pretty crazy story about how much money I made with NFTs in the last four months. But um, I'm making about two grand a month right now in interest off of staking NFTs that have value and I own and I can then permanently sell if I ever want. And see, then I'm taking and then I'm taking these stories, that. Sean. I gotta stop you because you're making people angry. This is the story that nobody wants to hear because they're like, fuck, I should be doing this. Why Dude, am I, I not doing this? Would it hurt you to know that like I, I really just smoke weed, make memes, and stake NFTs, and that's pretty much all I do for a living right now? <laughs> Dude, it's nuts, man. It's crazy. Right. My friend is making over six thousand a month staking wax NFTs. A good friend of mine in Ontario, uh, he's making about $1,600 a fucking day right now off of maybe investing 15, 20 grand at the most. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. And yeah, it's all about owning your own assets. Right. Like, well, think this about is the whole how thing, much though. shit. Sorry, this, go ahead. This is the thing, though, is that I think it's, it's still something, even though you're deep into it, for the vast majority of people, it's something that's new. Uh, it's something that is unfamiliar. Yeah. Uh, it, it's something in people's minds so, that's probably still unstable, unattainable. A huge, a huge um, gap in the market right now. It, like even this, this video and how I'm explaining this shit, I'm, I'm you know, I'm stoned. I'm just kind of chatting. Um, it's way more complicated than it needs to be. It needs to be simple and concise and broken down into steps. And that's what just learn crypto is, is pivoting towards doing right now. So we just secured an investor and some pretty serious sponsorship. Um, we are, all of that money is getting reinvested because I have a, I have a job. I have a, like a, an income and that's what I pay my bills on. Every, everything with crypto is either getting invested for my retirement or reinvested into my brands and into my company. Um, so we're going to be doing tons of 30 second to like two minute videos. What is Bitcoin? How to make a Bitcoin wallet? What is an NFT? How do you use wax? How do you make an NFT? What is an NFT? Like, so we're going to be providing all that for everyone, and we're not going to be charging people for it either. Like, that's right. education should be free, and 
honestly, like I've been an evangelist. I've been called the Jehovah witness of Bitcoin by many people. Yes. And, and I truly believe I, I truly desire just to get this information into the hands of as many people as I can. So, so Sean, what's the number one mistake people make when getting into cryptocurrency? Um, not, I mean, just not breathing and, and, and not thinking and just not learning. And people just right. want to be like, tell me what to buy. If I give you 20 grand, can you go buy it and hold it for me? And it's like, no, like, dude, take a minute and breathe. I know this is, this stuff's exciting, but like learn about the technology. It, it, it's, it's not going to take that long. It took me a couple of days of like watching some YouTube videos. And I was like, yo, this shit's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. you know and and like that's just i want people to get to that moment because when people are emotional investors they make fucking stupid decisions they get involved in mlms and ponzi schemes and pyramid schemes and it's just like i've seen it so many times and it's it, every time there's another bull run which is like almost every three and a half to four years it seems that's the trend of bit of crypto is that there's a huge bull run um that would be an influx of activity in just, cryptocurrency. Yeah, a lot okay. of money coming in. The value of the coins right. going up. Uh, a bull market is just when everyone's making fucking money. And when that happens, people get emotional. People FOMO. That's fear of missing out. People FOMO. They're like, oh, my God, this six-year-old kid in Taiwan just made a billion dollars on Bitcoin. <laughs> I'm going to sell my house. And then the thing is, is people prey on those kind of emotional investors. So every time there's a bull market, regardless of crypto or whatever industry it is, there's an influx in MLMs, scammers, people swooping in, trying to take advantage of new investors who haven't taken the time to educate themselves and don't know the basics. And they're very vulnerable and they're emotional. And someone comes around and he's like, hey there, little boy, want to make 10 grand in five minutes? And they're right. like, yeah, I've heard that's super normal in this industry. Gotcha. Here's 10 grand. And, and people just get ripped off. There's so many scammers. And, right. uh, hey, yeah. lay off the MLMers, eh, by the way. Well, hey, we, don't even. I'm going to, we're going to have a problem here, buddy. Show's over. Even, it's, I'm yeah, no issue with, I have no issue with right. networking. Right. And, I, and, and I, I totally appreciate how like network marketing monetizes a lot of little gaps where normally businesses wouldn't be able to monetize those gaps. Um, so I, I have not, no problem with MLMs. I have a problem with unsustainable fair uh, platforms that exit scam and rug pull investors that aren't sustainable. Right. Like if a platform only relies, it, it all comes down to the product. There's MLMs with a great product that people want and people buy regularly. And that mm-hmm. product can support an MLM structure. But right. when an MLM comes out and it's a Ponzi and right. the only thing sustaining it is new members coming in and paying membership fees or buying the product that maybe people don't really want that much. Um, then I have a problem with that hundred percent. And it's really easy to identify whether you're in an right. MLM business or an MLM scheme. And, right. and it just comes down to, is this business even That's sustainable? Right. Well, thank so, you for separating the two. I yeah, appreciate that. I, just, I have, I have no yeah. issue with multiple marketing. I fucking hate scammers. Yeah, of course. And I can and, only imagine how many are out there because at the end of the day, I mean, when it comes to, let's say, a, a traditional MLM and you're buying product, I mean, there's a lot of information there, but it's all pretty basic. It's like you're going to drink this, or you're going to eat that, or you're going to use this to laser a hair off your back or whatever it might be. Yeah. <laughs> it's manageable. But when it comes to crypto, there's so much that's unknown that like literally uh, there is such a, 
a large, vast amount of nonsense that you could share with somebody that they would be like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, it's sure. Give me your 20 man. grand and I'll, so I'll get you Bitcoin. One of the big, let me actually want to talk about a couple red flags people should look for if they're okay. new into crypto, because people reach out to like, a lot of new people get into crypto. They join some Facebook groups. They're like, hey, I'm brand new. Uh, who <laughs> knows? Who can tell me about Ethereum? And then scammers and, and people prey on people like that. Right. So. Then you'll get a message in your in your in your your messenger, and it'll be like, "Hey, man, I want to show you this cool project." And like for one red flag number one, and like I know you might hate me for saying this because you work in MLM, is most times people that direct message a complete stranger with an amazing investment opportunity, like that should kind of be a reddish flag right away. Oh, sure, sure. Um, you know, uh, the only times I've ever gotten involved in MLMs is when it was friends or family, to be real. So yeah. but if a stranger reaches out. That right away should be like, what the fuck? Because real businesses spend money on marketing and they pay for ads, they pay for banners, they, they do video promotions on YouTube and, and Spotify, whatever. Most big, legit businesses. So that should always be like a red flag, number one. Okay. Number two is, um, is the product sustainable? Is the product something that you would want to use or that you would want your friends using and that you would recommend? And is it a product you can stand behind? And uh, there's a lot of great products out there, but in crypto... What you're seeing, the, the buzzwords is what I was talking about, was mining uh, and auto trading and bots. So people are, that this is what they're building this MLM pyramid scheme around is we have an auto trader named Jarvis and you put money in and he does the trading with algorithms on the blockchain and it's decentralized. So they use all these buzzwords that people are hearing, decentralized and blockchain and crypto and, you know, matrix and blah, blah, blah. And then it's just, a, it's, it's a Ponzi. It's, it's people are paying in, they're using that money to pay the commission, the fake commission and the fake trading volume. And then, so the trading bots is a big one that I've seen dozens of differently branded pyramid schemes in crypto. Um, so you just got to look out for the buzzwords. Like, are they using every buzzword in an industry to describe their product? Then it's probably a scam. Do you even know this guy who just messaged you uh, because he said you're in the same Facebook mm -hmm. group? Like, right. probably a scam. So like, you're looking for a trusted source, obviously, to have yeah. this conversation with, opposed to just some random person. Have a little bit of composure. Uh, don't go in there like a noob. If you go in there like a noob, chances are you're leaving yourself open to predators. Yeah, we call it in the crypto world getting wrecked. R E K T, wrecked. Okay. You, just, you lose a bunch of money. Oh, you got wrecked. <laughs> okay, right. And so, what would you say? I mean, based on individual, I know uh, there's obviously some people that have more money to burn than others, but what would be a safe amount for the average individual to invest? Like, how should they get I, started? I can't answer that, man. I don't know. Really? Everyone's got a different, everyone's in a different financial situation. I would say, this is like my general statement is always don't sell your house to buy crypto, but like maybe sell your garden shed because this is a pretty big opportunity. And like I'm all in and I know a lot of people that are all in and there's millionaires and billionaires being made every day in this industry. Absolutely. And, you know, now with 12, almost 13 years of historical data behind us, we're able to start outlining some short term trends of where this is going. And right. Yeah, maybe sell your garden shed and buy a good chunk. But I mean, I can't tell someone what they should invest. Like, you know, you should only ever invest what you can afford to live without in the short right. term, right? So, I mean, and you would say Bitcoin? If someone was going to spend some money, like, why not depends, just Bitcoin? It depends how much, like, when's your exit? What's, what's your plan with this specific investment? Do you want to 
create passive income? Are you looking just for somewhere to dump money into and get a return in five years? I recommend everyone uses dollar cost averaging, which is just setting a budget saying, even if it's 20, 30, 50, 100, 200, $500 a week, whatever is in your budget, and just commit that every week you're going to buy a little bit because the name of the game is accumulating more Bitcoin, not accumulating more uh, dollar value. Right. You want to have as right. much, like think of Bitcoin as gold. Like you don't want to just buy a one piece of gold and hope the price of gold goes a thousand X. You want to keep buying gold, another coin every month, another coin. So you're growing your stash of gold. That's the mentality people need to get into with Bitcoin. It's not buy it once and you're going to be a millionaire in a couple right. of weeks. I think that's work. some really great advice. And I want to give a shout out to a mutual friend, sponsor of your show, as well as a sponsor of mine, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Car City Canada. Love that guy. He's Dude, huge into crypto too. What an OG, man. Like, I, uh, I don't even remember how I met him originally, but it was back in like when I was doing crypto conferences in 2018. And I don't know if he just came as a guest and I met him there, but he sponsored one of the events. We had a booth there for his car dealership and he like, he, he I don't know if he still does, but he used to accept Bitcoin for cars. He does. He does. Yes. And uh, it used to be on his website and I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Like Ottawa, my hometown has a crypto. For, and, and I mean, back in 2017, 2018, like imagine how obscure crypto was back then. Right. Right. Um, you know, and I was like, what? There's, there's a car dealership that I could, and you know, so I thought that was cool. And I, I definitely uh, connected with him on that. And yeah, what a great guy, man. He's, yeah, he he's knows super his shit. You want to talk to someone who believes in crypto and sees the long-term value in it and, right. and, and is willing to go all in, like talk to, he, he sees it, man. He knows. Right. No doubt. Okay. And Hey, before we get out of here, uh, I appreciate your time, buddy. Uh, it's been a yeah, while. Welcome, it's yeah. been a minute. I love all your memes. Uh, tell people that want to get a hold of you, have a chat with you, make some money with you, uh, learn from you. How do they do that? Yeah, so it was great catching up with you too, man. I uh, I wish I could be back in Ottawa more, but these everything going on with COVID right now, it's so right. frustrating. I miss my family. I want to go back, but it's just not the right time right now. It doesn't right. seem Ottawa with the stay-at-home order. So, um, But yeah, in terms of like getting in touch with me, I mean, the best way is just look up Just Learn Crypto on any social media platform. Um, you can always send messages to any of those profiles. I run all the, you know, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter for just on crypto. So the message will come into me. Um, our website's getting redone right now. So we're actually coming out with like, I think version three of the just on crypto website. Uh, <laughs> so over the last couple of years, so that'll be out in, a, in, in about a month. Um, and that's going to be a great place, kind of a community hub where all of our videos are going to be up there, our educational content, You'll be able to buy merchandise there. You're going to be able to see all the apps, the websites, where I trade, where I buy coins. All the resources are going to be available there. And then, uh, and there's going to be a lot of information on NFTs as well. Um, so, yeah, just on crypto.com in a month. But any social media, hit me up. And if it's about money, I'll definitely answer. All right, brother. You take care. Be well. Love simply because you can. And thanks for tuning in for yet another edition of the launchpadpodcast.com. Get your merch. Let's go.